GP Insights, a health cert podcast. Practical advice for busy GPs on how to treat with confidence and grow their practice. My name is David Wilkinson. I am a professor of general practice and primary care and deputy vice chancellor at Macquarie University, Sydney, Australia. Welcome to our series of podcasts that celebrate the 30-year history of uh, dermoscopy. In this series, we have a number of uh, leaders in the field of dermoscopy, each of whom provide a short summary of how they have used dermoscopy in their practice, the impact it has had on them and their practice, and their thoughts about uh, the future of dermoscopy. Uh, We hope you enjoy the series very much. In this podcast, Andreas Blum from Germany provides a fascinating insight across his own journey over a few decades now with the use of dermoscopy. Andreas has been a leader and a major developer in the field and provides a quite fascinating story. Please enjoy. Hello, I'm Andreas Blum from Germany. As a dermatologist, I work since 1992 with a lot of patients in the field on dermoscopy, especially in clinics, research and teaching purposes. In 1992, I started as a very young fellow in dermatology in the field of dermoscopy. I worked in the Department of Dermatology at the University of Tübingen, and I was very lucky because the very famous Jürgen Kreuz, um, who was one of the very first dermoscopists in Germany, worked some years before in this department. So I was lucky um, to follow in his very big steps, and so um, I had a very good start in dermoscopy. We started with a very huge um, dermoscope which was attached at the wall and also we had the very first um, portable dermoscope of the um, company of Heine um, which was our very first step to use the dermoscope at the patients. What is the impact of dermoscopy in my daily work? I admit it has a very huge impact. In the early days, we learned to differentiate between benign nevi and uh, malignant melanoma. Then we learned how to differentiate between the other benign lesions and also the other malignant lesions of the skin. We realized very quickly that um, the examination with a dermoscope is much more better compared with the naked eye. So since 27 years, I'm very happy and I'm very conscious that I learn week for week something new when I use a dermoscope, either in benign or malignant lesions of skin of the skin, or when I use it also now for inflammatory skin diseases, for hair diseases, for nail diseases, and also at the mucosa. So my I use a dermoscope in each patient whenever I can and it's like a stethoscope of um, my daily work for the patient compared to the internal medicine. What will be the role, the next step in the future for the dermoscope? In my personal view, we will always use a dermoscope when we do our clinics either to differentiate between benign or malignant lesions to detect very 
early malignant lesions and to avoid any unnecessary excision of a benign lesion. Also, we will use it in a lot of um, inflammatory skin diseases and here we start to learn and we start to proceed in this field. Also, we can use it for hair diagnosis, we can use it for nail diagnosis and additionally also in the mucosa area when it is possible to perform the examination. It is a very simple tool to use it but it has a very high impact and for the advantage for the patient and also our diagnostic accuracy I strongly encourage any medical doctor who did clinics either in journal medicine either in pediatrics either in dermatology to use the dermoscope and uh, to have quite a good better diagnostic accuracy um, for everybody when you start dermoscopy be happy and curious what huge fields of um, the inside of the skin you will um, get in the next weeks and months. Also keep a high respect about the different lesions and um, as I can say from my personal experience I always detect even over decades of clinics research and teaching I detect sometimes once a week a new specific um, dermoscopic feature in which I say oh this is new for me this is one I can use um, for the next patient and for the next lecture um, for all the medical doctors who are interested in dermoscopy. So I finish this with my sentence have passions and be happy in dermoscopy. Goodbye. Peter Sawyer is Professor of Dermatology at the University of Queensland, uh, Brisbane, Australia, and one of the leaders nationally and internationally in skin cancer medicine, uh, diagnostics, and particularly the use of digital imaging and uh, remote diagnostics. Uh, Peter paints out his own journey with dermoscopy in this podcast and points in a very intriguing way, I think, into the, uh, what the future uh, may well look like. It's going to be a fascinating ride. Please enjoy. Hello, hi, my name is Peter Sawyer. I'm now with the University of uh, Queensland. I'm a dermatologist, uh, working in dermatology since 1983. In 1984, we started with um, dermoscopies. It was then called surface microscopy. And um, I held my first dermatoscope in hand. It was probably, or not probably, it was pretty sure in 1989 and we got it of course firsthand because the guys who developed it were our friends from the Department of Dermatology in Munich with whom we had a lot of collaboration. I was then in Graz. As I mentioned it was in 1989. My position was then an attending physician in German Oberarzt. I was just habilitated which is basically the PhD equivalent in the German speaking world. I do not remember my first patient seeing with a dermatoscope. This I have no idea anymore. And uh, of course we are using the Heine one, but also all the others which came up years later constantly in our clinical uh, 
like this. And uh, the question is, did you perform naked eye examination before? Of course we do, you know, but basically I was always using the mouseoscopy, particularly when we had the handheld devices for mostly every lesion, particularly for the banal one, because I think it's so important to train your eye with the absolutely clear-cut lesions to get an overview about the, yeah, uh, the basically um, biologic ecosystem of moles and, and uh, seborrheic keratosis and other lesions. Uh, so, in some way, and I was telling this uh, just recently to Oliver Heine, we have been very grateful to, um, to Heine that they started this um, to believe in, in dermoscopy. Nowadays, there are so many uh, systems of um, handheld dermatoscopes in the market that you don't even know which one to use. But um, certainly, it's great to hear that uh, Heine is now celebrating the 30 years. Let's come to the end. Where do you, do you or where do I see the future in, in, in dermoscopy? I mean, dermoscopy is an integral part of the clinical examination. It's just like you have a good light source uh, or you have a good lens, you, you have a, a dermatoscope. This goes without saying. Uh, of course, digital dermoscopy has changed the, the workflow significantly with photographic documentation and all the pros and cons. Now, of course, we are in the beginning for artificial intelligence. And of course, the issue is to which extent new imaging technologies will allow to produce pseudo-demoscopy images without uh, a dermatoscope. And this is something which will not come from one day to the other but over decades, it will basically, uh, we, will, we will have demoscopic images without the use of a, a dermatoscope. And uh, the last point is, uh, and I think I already addressed it, what is your advice to doctors who start learning dermoscopy? Just use it, you know, use it for lesions where you know the diagnosis because you have to have a threshold what you know, and then when you know the features of the lesions, of classic lesions, then you can also get to more complex one. Thanks so much, and my pleasure to share with you my thoughts. David Wilkinson speaking. Um, my own experience with demoscopy is uh, relatively late, certainly compared to the contributors to this podcast series. I started skin cancer work in primary care about 15 years ago now and so dermoscopes were quite widely, quite readily available, uh, not widely used perhaps at that time, certainly not in primary care, but imaging was being used in Queensland in Australia where uh, skin cancer dedicated practices had been set up. And that was my first exposure to the use of dermoscopy in clinical practice. And it was quite fascinating because um, for two reasons. First was the actual um, beauty of what you could see through a dermoscope in the skin. Uh, the actual colors and structures and patterns were quite beautiful and, and inherently interesting. Uh, secondly, the um, additional diagnostic accuracy and acumen that came on as a result. Uh, quite simply, 
um, you were able to become a much better diagnostician uh, very quickly by the additional information that you could uh, see through the dermoscope. And that was where my interest in dermoscopy started. And it developed as I grew uh, more interested in skin cancer medicine, as I wanted to increase my diagnostic skills. I uh, did the usual workshops and courses, and built up a, a gallery of, of, of images of my own, uh, clinical images and um, dermoscopy images, and learnt uh, the different patterns and uh, pattern recognition for, for dermoscopy. Well, that's the final podcast in this little series celebrating the history of dermoscopy over the last 30 years. It's been a heck of a ride. We have an amazing technology and the future is going to be quite fascinating. Thanks for listening. If you like the podcast, please subscribe so you can get updates whenever we post more. And please share it with others. And for more info, please go to healthcert.com.